Alright, hello and welcome to the 13th edition of the Two Black and Ter- Two Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm your other host, Chris. And um, today, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, some TV shows, some movies. So I think we're going to start off with a quick... Um, it doesn't even have to be an Arrowverse wrap-up. We're just doing a DC TV wrap-up really quick before we get into movies. So, um... First thing, you want to just start... Well, you still... Did you watch Flash still? Yeah, I watched Flash. We didn't talk about Legends either. Yeah, we get, We also got to talk about Black Lightning, because that all ended in between this pe- last podcast. And... Did it? Did yeah. It? Did we not? Yeah, we haven't. Oh. <sighs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, we had a lot. <laughs> all right, so we can start with Black Lightning. Um, it was a good first season. Mm-hmm. Consistent throughout... Uh, they did some interesting things with the villains. Like, they make you think, like, Tobias is kind of a lower-level villain, and he's mm-hmm. the one who kind of ends up on top at the end. Right. And the agency, the evil agency is pretty much destroyed. I'm glad that they didn't give Tobias the cottonmouth treatment. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't kill him, because I do, I do like Tobias, and I mean, I, he's, he's, I feel like he's decently unique, mm-hmm. you know, and we, and his, um... His henchmen, they are from the comics, like the girl of cyanide, and mm. uh, uh, the evil boyfriend is a painkiller. Yeah. Yeah. Although they could do a better job choreographing their fight scene, because that one was just cor- sort of like, eh, I was much more interested in Thunder and Cyanide's fight. That was a better fight to me than Tobias and uh, Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. Because at yeah. that point, like, Black Lightning was... It really wasn't really a challenge. Yeah, it really wasn't. The first time or the second time. Yeah, well, it's so weird that Tobias is the main villain, but him and Black Lightning really only interacted twice. Right. You know? And both were like curb stomps, one way or the other. So, I mean, yeah. I I mean, yeah. So, I I do think their fight choreography could be a little bit better. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I hope they improve. Um, His daughter, I'm assuming... uh, Lightning is going to get her own costume next season. Yeah. But I appreciate them doing a slow burn, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm curious to see if they're going to bring in new characters or what they're kind of do, what they're kind of going to do for season two since we've kind of done a lot of the initial origin story stuff. Everybody knows everybody's secret identity, you know. Indeed. Yeah, your good guy team, your bad guy team. Right, and then you have Jennifer who in, what, a year will be going to college. So it's just like you got to play that over well because you said that um well um Anissa's in medical school that's the only reason why she's back she's got to graduate at some point well I I have I mean if they keep her on the show they would have her go to a local college right probably that's that's I mean that's what they do like on sitcoms and all that kind of stuff right because I don't I don't see any of them leaving the show um I mean Gamby maybe but he's got like a place now mm-hmm. he's had his whole redemption arc he got beat up so we feel bad for him so, um... I don't really feel all that bad for him. I just, he did what he had to do. Yeah. He was trying to protect people. He was wrong, but, you know, I don't see that he necessarily had to be redeemed. Mm-hmm. Unless people were like, he shouldn't be killing people. It was just like, yeah, it's, it's the real world. It happens. Yeah. He's a, he's a, you know... He is a killer. No, I couldn't... What was the, uh... He was a former Black Ops guy. Like No, the worst was when he poisoned a guy with, with the Black Mamba vil- uh, Venom. Yeah. That was hilarious. It was just like, all right, don't mess with Gambi. I'm like, Jesus no, Christ. No tid. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he's he's crazy. 
But, um, yeah, overall, I really don't have that many complaints. Mm-mm. It's different enough from Luke Cage, so if people compare the two, I get annoyed. Yeah. Because even, like, the whole, like, 100 gang storyline, they drop a lot of that in the second half. Mm-hmm. And they're mostly dealing with the ASA. Yeah. So. Because it's like, oh, there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's a different show. Uh, Lala the Tattoo Man. Yeah, they need to explain that. Yeah, I'm assuming he's, he's not dead. Right. The TV trope. You don't see nobody, no death. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you kill them officially two seasons later in CIS. Not bitter about that at all. All right. Uh, Legends. Legends. Uh, Legends had a good season. Probably not as good as season two, but d- d- better than season one. Yeah. I enjoy the ride. Um, I'm looking forward to next season with Constantine. The the Bebo Malice fight was <laughs> fun. it was. Like, the thing is that Legends, if you accept the fact that Legends is a comedy and it's going to do it at once, I think it's fine. Some people thought the Bebo fight was too goofy, but I was fine with it. Yeah, I was just like, he was like, sorry, man, that's all I could think of. I'm like, oh, man, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm like, what? What? He was like, Bebo. It was a good joke. Yes. I did a cut of the Bebo fight with the Ultra Instinct Mm -hmm. theme from Dragon Ball Z and put it on Reddit. Didn't get as much attention as I thought it would, but... It's fine. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> Be, but see, that was a joke that ran throughout the whole thing, and it worked well. Well, like, well, I will appreciate about that finale is that they brought back all the side characters and all mm-hmm. the things they had built up over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. So, like, Helen of Troy came back, and she was Amazon. Right. You had, like, the Vikings and the pirates and stuff. Like, it, it felt earned. Like, okay... Now all those episodes, it felt a little fillery. Yeah. Because Legends can feel fillery sometimes. Now it's like, well, okay, that mattered. At least right. somewhat. Um, Wally had more to do. Right. They need another one, Flash. I still don't really see how he fits on Legends as a speedster because he is more powerful than everybody else on the team. Well, it's the problem is that he, Besides I mean, he's broken team. pretty much. I mean, next season, I guess they're doing more mystical stuff. So, I mean, that would be a way to trip up, you know. I'm sure you could find a way to trip up Wally that way. Yeah, but he still should be. And that's the thing with both him and uh, Barry is they'll run, they'll knock, they'll punch somebody, knock them down, but they won't knock them out. And so they'll just be like, yeah, we did. And then the person gets back up and it's just like, just knock them out. Just punch them one more time. Put yeah. on them. Something. But then the episode would be over. Pretty much. I guess, um... So Vixen left at the end of the season. Right. But I heard that the actress is still going to be on the show and she's going to play a different character. So I have no idea what they're doing. Don't do that. I don't. So I don't know. Because th- that's the same thing we're about to get next season with the new Wells. Yeah. They're adding in Constantine next season. So I'm excited. I am not excited for more Gary if he comes. I, I want less Gary. You're not a fan of Gary? No, no, no. I'm fine of Gary in doses. But if he's palling along as Constantine... Yeah. Didn't they make out? Did that he, happen? He just kissed. He just kissed him. Yeah, yeah. he just kissed him. Just like, and it could have been anything from, like, well, yeah, Constantine's bisexual. that, Or at least in the comics he is. Mm-hmm. And I know they were t- talking about, like, they were going to explore that more in um, the uh, show. And you, you heard it in some of his dialogue. But... I, you know, that could have been an easily from, like, oh, just a thing he kissed because Constantine's British and in Europe that happens from time to time. Yeah. So, or it could have been just, like, oh, I think you kissed, but I also find you attractive. And yeah. 
Gary got a little excited for Mikesh. You can see it on his face. It was hilarious. Yeah, Gary did. Yeah, no, I, I, I have a soft spot for Gary. But that, and then that, that was my question. Do you remember at the very beginning of Legends, Sarah said she slept with someone in a time bureau, and then she instantly recognized Gary? Yeah. And then that just never. never like, did came she sleep with Gary? Again. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And Ava's a clone. Right. So now is, we know who she is, but she's I, she's staying on the show. She's a regular, I think. Mm, she's a series regular now. Yeah. So I guess she'll be on the Legends or something. I guess now the Time Bureau doesn't well, she, really matter. I feel like she's a new Rip if Rip doesn't come back. Yeah. Because they kind of killed off Rip in this finale, but I feel like Rip is never really dead. He's probably just scattered in time. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like I think Arthur Darvill just wants to do more plays. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to be a regular. That's why you know Stein. Uh, Victor Garber left, left because he wanted to go back to Broadway, which I mean, more power to him. Yeah, yeah. And Legends, I mean, they they circle all the roster a lot. Mm-hmm. Though it's kind of weird. The only original people in the show now they have are Sarah, uh, Ray, and Mick. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then also, we you said- you would have never thought that Mick would have been one of the Mm-mm. staying people on that show, but I guess Dominic Purcell likes to make money. Mm-hmm. And we said goodbye to Wentworth Miller to the. Arrowverse for now. For now. But he, he can come back. Right. It was like, yep, just shot my last one. And you thought it was just going to be like the satisfying one. And then his last words his character says was like, well, you like, we'll see you around. Or yeah, something see like you that. around or something like that. So I guess they can use Leo yeah. if they ever want to bring back a version of Snart. Uh, Though, we, we can get into Flash in a minute. But um, oh, overall, I Legends, at the end of the day, it knows what kind of show it is. Mm-hmm. It knows how to balance. You know, you get some fun action. You get some fun effects. I liked uh, Obama being kidnapped mm-hmm. by Grodd. Run, yeah. Barry, run. That was a good, it was a good joke. Yeah. Um, you know, it knows what it is, unlike a lot of the other shows that have to find it. And by cycling in new cast members, you're able to keep the show fresh. Mm-hmm. You're able to dive into DC lore, you know, that you wouldn't get. I think the thing that Legends has going against it is that you've got you know, it's made up of C-list heroes for the mm. most part. I mean, I guess now, I mean, I guess Constantine and Kid Flash are probably the most notable people if they're both on the team mm-hmm. that are on that show. But, yeah. I mean, you could argue the Adam, but this our version of the Adam is just so He's just different. so different, yeah. yeah. He yeah. might as well be a new character. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, the Flash. Uh, d- decent finale? It was a decent finale. It definitely wasn't... It, it definitely wasn't... It, it it didn't have a huge cliffhanger like the other ones ha- have had. Yeah. Barry didn't go away. Well, I'm like, pretty sure this is the first summer Barry hasn't, like, left the team or the team hasn't broken up or something like yeah. that. No major team death. No. Um, you, it's, it's my, uh, it's funny, my brother was saying that. It's just like, it seems like making time travel mistakes runs in the family. That's how you ended the season with the daughter. It's just like, we need to talk. Yeah. I'm excited for the daughter. Yeah, they were supposed to t- tease who the big bad was, but it got cut. It got Comic-Con. cut. They're going to do it at Comic-Con. Yeah. Comic-Con's in what, like two months? Yeah. Mo- well, month July, right? Yeah, a month and a half. Yeah, con- they'll tease it at Comic-Con. That's so what not- they said they were planning on releasing it around Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they already shot whatever. So. I hope it's the reverse flash again. Yeah, they, well, they said it's not going to be another speedster. So, oh, really? Yeah, allegedly. Because, I mean, I will say 
they they kind of did a weird thing with DeVoe where they clearly wanted to have a non-speedster villain, but they almost made him too powerful at the end, where it's like they had to do like a Matrix, like go in his mind thing to beat him. Yeah. It almost reminded me of, uh, you remember, did you, did you watch Bleach at all? Mm-hmm. Anime back in the day? Remember uh, the villain in that show, uh, Sosuke Aizen? Yeah. His powers were like, he literally could like, he'd control your five senses, and like, there was really no way to beat him except for Deus Ex Machina, and like, that's why I kind of felt like they did with Flash, where it's like, okay, we got him like a villain, really, really strong, because he's not a speedster, and then they were like, oh, shit, okay. What do we do now? What do we do now? But I did, um, but I mean, the finale was fine. It was predictable. Like, I knew Ralph was, I knew Ralph was going to be taken over by DeVoe so they could bring that actor back, and I knew right. Ralph was going to come back. Right. So, so he's like, yeah, all the other ones are going to, and I was just like, oh, this is just going to be Ralph's body. Got it. Okay, that. Yeah. Sense, I guess. Um, but I'm trying to think, who is a big enough Flash villain that would warrant a season, a season. that's not a speedster? Unless they, I mean, yeah, unless they just start winging it. Right, because the unless, Mirror Master has already been played out, Abracadabra is gone. I wish I wish that they could do multiple speedsters at the same time. Right. And we could have like a multiple speedster fight. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I, multiple evil speedsters and multiple good speedsters. Yeah, I remember um, maybe about like three or four episodes before the finale, someone came out with a fan trailer where Barry went back in time and got Zoom and got um, Wells, evil mm-hmm. Wells, to fight. Uh, um, the thinker, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And then at the end, he got Savitar, and I was like, "And you lost me." Because <laughs> like he doesn't need another version of himself. Nah, that's weird. he would just make a time remnant at that right. point. That's all that he wasn't. Because it's like, well, okay, you know, Eobard's still around. Right. If they're doing, I mean, so his daughter on the show is Nor Allen mm-hmm. instead yeah. of Dawn. I think that got changed because Reverse Flash wouldn't change the timeline. So now instead of his mother living, his mother died. So in memoriam. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder if since I feel like she's kind of taking over like a Bart Allen type role, mm-hmm. being like from the future, you could do a version of Inertia. Yeah. If you wanted to. Yeah. You know, if she had like a rival, you know, I guess I mean I don't know. Now I have a question: Is the Black Flash like dead? Is he like gone, gone? Um, the Black Flash can die. Can he? Because, like, mm. Caitlyn, like, froze him in the season three finale, and I don't know if that was, like, a permanent thing, or... Well, wasn't he in Legends after that? I think Legends was before. Was it? Okay. So I'm not sure. Yeah, no, but he can die. I don't know if, you know, she could kill him, but I know it, it as a concept, can die, but then I think someone else has to become it. And people think that um, Caitlyn's dad... So we find out that, I guess, Caitlyn's been a meta... Before the, the accelerator, so people are think people are theorizing that her dad is going to be like icicle or something, and it's going to be genetic, and that that'll be cool. another villain they have. That's cool. What I really the only thing the thing the biggest miss in the Flash is that, you know, Legends kind of mess with them because they were clearly going to set up the Rogues with Captain Cold and Heatwave and mm-hmm. the and like Weather Wither and all those guys, and they never did it. Mm-hmm. And I think the one season of the Flash that I wish they did. Was the with rogues. the rogues and mul- him, him having to fight multiple metas at the same time, 
You know what I mean? Which they still could do, but not with this. And that and that is a scenario where someone like Wally would be useful. Because mm-hmm. you're fighting multiple dudes. Barry literally, I mean, he can be in two places at once, but not, you know. Right. Not within extremely far distance. And He's not that fast. They abandoned that time remnant uh, possibility. Yeah. It's like they sort of abandoned the, you know. People didn't like lightning. it. Well, I felt like for a while, Barry was throwing lightning like every episode. Because yeah. it was like, well, we paid for that effect. Because, I mean, they have to. They save money. Because even in the first season, like when Barry would run from place to place, they would use the same transition. Oh, it's still the same, same transition. transition. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, when we film me running, I'm not even running anymore. I'm just on a standard treadmill and I'm just moving my arms. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. Yeah, he gets challenged with races a lot, apparently. Grant Gustin does. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Flash was a decent season. It definitely wasn't Arrow season four levels of bad. They didn't cut off the Black Canary. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Ugh. But I definitely do think these shows are having... The only show that's evaded the season three, four curse so far is Legends. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I would say I like this season... Better than last season. You like it better than Savitar? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think... <sighs> but I also think the end plan for th- uh, The Thinker was kind of dumb. Oh, making everybody stupid so you could be smart? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, then, if that's what this was really all about, really? You didn't think of any better way? You could literally think of everything, and that was the best thing you did. Yeah, I felt I, I, I felt like, and I don't know because you know they lost Andrew Kreisberg, you know, mm-hmm. he, but he because he worked on Flash and Supergirl, so I don't know if that affected anything with their se- the, the seasons as well. Mm-hmm. Though I did like the hallway fight with Devo. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. And was uh, David Ramsey got to play Devo for like two seconds. Yep. I'm like, they, oh, that's neat. And they brought him over. Yeah, but um, that was but that that was cool. They're clearly like, all right, well, Marvel's done enough hallway fights. We should do one. Right. I'm shocked that Arrow hasn't really done one. Have they? The, no, the closest they would have gotten was last season, um, when you were finding out who Prometheus was, and Oliver was reliving, or he was going up, um, to where that. Oh yeah, was, that was cool was with the flashback. Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually that was cool. Yeah, that was probably the best Arrow fight. Choreographed seasons. Yeah. So, um, you got anything else you want to say about Flash? Um, decent no. season. I mean, yeah, decent, decent season, season. has some issues. I feel like the hate for Iris is a little overboard. Yeah. Like on Reddit. Like, we are the Flash. Like, okay, get over it. It has a basis in comics. Though right. they did, I did, did you see, did you see the meme I sent you with the Infinity War? Yeah. That was funny. We are Gamora. Yeah, it was like, like yeah, I was like, where is Gamora? Who is Gamora? Why is Gamora? We are Gamora. I'm like, all right, that's pretty funny. But I do think, um, yeah, I feel like, I, I, I honestly, I'm on Reddit a lot. And sometimes I hate for Iris. I'm like, it's a little racist. I'm like, okay. You know, I, I understand why people were annoyed that she was in charge of the team. But the problem, I mean, I hate to say it, the problem with love interests in these shows is that once they get together, what do they do? Right. You know? Well, and that, and they sort of undid iris being a reporter once they did that that was just sort of a wrap on what she had to do because yeah. she could have still been a reporter they're trying to bring it back fine. they're trying to bring it back now right 
Because they had the whole episode where she got powers was like the episode where they're like, all right, we're trying to fix Iris's character by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I do agree that I do think they hang out in Star Labs way too much. Mm-hmm. You know, because like even in earlier seasons, like you have more, I mean, Barry lost his job, but you have more like, Jill had more scenes at the uh, Starling City PD. Right. And they were all out a little bit more. And like Cisco was like their liaison. You know, I kind of, I do think they. I feel. I felt a little claustrophobic in Star Labs. Mm. Like I want them to do other stuff. It's like you're you not. Know. You're not doing. Joe can have episode. his. Joe can have his job. You know, Cecile can be at home with the baby. Like everybody doesn't need to be in Star Labs all the time. Mm. You know. All right. So you wanna? I guess you're you're watching Arrow and Supergirl, so I can just nope. go over those quickly. Yep. Uh, Arrow is a solid meh. I mean. It can't. I feel like they can't reach season four levels of bad, but it was kind of boring. They had the team break up, up and get back together. Nah. Um, Ricardo Diaz didn't die. Him and uh, Green Arrow have a fight. I mean, him, him and uh, Green Arrow have a fight on the roof, and then, and then um, Black Siren uses her scream, and Kashyyyk betrays him and knocks him off the building. And they're just like, we can't find his body. And then, and then Oliver's like, oh, I'm sure he's still alive. And I'm like, well, at least they didn't just assume he was dead. So, he's alive. Question about their fights, because I know this isn't the first time they fought over the season. Um, has it, was it better than the Prometheus and him fight? Was it better than the... Um... It was about the same. It was about the same level. I mean, Richard Dragon, he doesn't really have... He looked like a brawler. He's a brawler, and he has a knife. That's his, like... I mean, they had one thing where it's, like, him and Oliver had, like, a boxing match. And, yeah, like, Oliver beat him, and then he just shanked Oliver <laughs> to show that he's, like, like, Richard Dragon is not, he's not an honorable dude. You know what I mean? Was that, He'll fight dirty. Was that the episode where the promo was, like, I win, you leave the city? You yeah. Win? Oh, okay. Yeah, because Oliver beat him in a fist-to-fist fight. And then he had him in a headlock, and then Diaz took out a knife and just stabbed him and just shanked him. Uh, they brought back, um, they didn't really, they didn't bring back Tommy. It was um, the, human. The, the human target. But though, it was weird because they had this whole, like, courtroom episode to try to get Oliver off from being the Green Arrow. And they do, because, and the whole reason they get over, the whole episode was pointless because at the end, they kidnapped the judge and the human target. The human tar- target pretends to be the judge and gets him off. And But then at the end of the season, Oliver makes the take, because Diaz, like, takes over the whole city. Like, he has, like, the cops on his payroll and, every, and all that stuff. Quentin is, like, the mayor, interim mayor, whatever. He gets kidnapped. And Oliver makes a deal with the CIA woman, the CIA woman that's been investigating him, to turn himself in to get the FBI's help. Not the CIA, the FBI's help to get the city back. So at the end, they get the city back, and then Oliver turns himself in and goes to Supermax. And that was the end of the season. Um, so, I mean, legal issues aside, that, um, so the FBI was not going to help do their jobs unless... Unless he... Weak. Unless he turned himself in, and he got everyone else, like, immunity. Weak. Yeah. So I'm like, I, that, I don't know if that, okay, whatever. Also, can't be prosecuted for that. Uh, and if you guys don't know, Chris is in law school, so this is, like, his wheelhouse. 
I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, this could go on for a while. It was, yeah. So yeah, season season was kind of goofy. I'm trying to think of anything else important. Uh, oh yeah, they killed Quentin. Oh yeah, I was about to like someone died. Yeah, they killed Quentin. Oh, so, yeah, oh uh, yeah, I remember that. So yeah, that. Diaz kidnaps him and he threatens to kill Laurel and then he gets in front of the bullet and Quentin gets shot and then he dies in the hospital. He died like Laurel died, where he was in the hospital and they're like, you're gonna be okay, Quentin. And the doctor's like, oh, we gotta do some surgery. And then afterwards, and then they do the surgery and the doctor comes out and they're like, yeah, he had a seizure and died during the surgery. And uh, um, Sarah came back for like two minutes she came into the hospital right before and met Black Siren. And there's like this weird interaction. And Sarah's like, are you like my Laurel? And then Black Siren's like, not at all. And that's all they say to each other. Stabber. Yeah, so I mean, it was, I don't, I mean, they, they, so I, as far as next season, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do Arrow where, where everyone knows, because obviously he's going to come back. But not everyone knows he's a Green Arrow. Like, how does that... Mm. I mean, it's like Batman being outed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, there's always... Go- like, how could he, like, have any sort of public life? Because literally everyone would want to kill him. Mm-hmm. And his... And Felicity. And his son. That's not a bad... Well, well son's a bad thing. Kill Felicity. That's not a bad thing. And, um, I guess they've had this redemption arc with Black Siren, which... Why? I mean, hey... I just... <sighs> I just don't understand why they thought killing the Black Canary was a good idea. And then you give us two half measures where it's like, okay, we'll bring Katie Cassidy back and have her be evil. And then we'll have bring another girl and have her be another Black Canary. And it's just like... There can only be one. Well, it's just... It, it's just... It's overboard. It's just... They, should, they shouldn't have killed her off. Like, that was probably the biggest mistake that that show ever did. It's probably the biggest and, mistake of the Arrowverse. The biggest honest. mistake of the Arrowverse. And I can't think of a show that has made that big of a mistake in they recent... They immediately try to rectify And, yeah, because they obviously were like, oh, my God, what do we do? But they even had a chance to retcon it with uh, Flashpoint. Because they easily could have... Um, yeah, they did. They easily... Yeah, they did have a chance to retcon it. Because that, that season, season four, they should have killed off Quentin, to be honest. If they wanted to put someone in the grave that season, could have been Quentin. I, you know, some people argue Diggle. You know, I mean, there's only two black guys in the show, so I'm a little biased. But you could have... Was Curtis even on the show then? Uh, He was on the team. He was on the show in that season. Oh, okay. That's when he was like... That's when he worked for um Palmer Tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... But, yeah, I mean, Arrow's still kicking, and we can talk about their crossover plans in a second. Um, I know you don't watch Supergirl, so it's still it's, it's still a solid meh. That's that's really all you need to know. Um, they brought in other world killers to team up with Rain, but then the other world killers. But then Rain killed the other world killers and took their powers. So now she's stronger, and I was like, well, then what was the point of having the other world killers in the first place? But the Legion is dis- the Legion is disappointing. Um, we don't really know what to do with Jimmy Olsen still. He's dating Lena, and uh, um, oh, oh, one thing that really annoyed me that they that they're doing is that um, Lena knows how to make kryptonite, and she uh, made cri- and she had kryptonite to like subdue Rain. She captured her at one point. 
because she didn't know because Lena's the first one to find out that like Rain is like their friend like whatever her name is before whatever like her human name whatever she is and Supergirl got mad because Lena didn't tell her that she can make kryptonite and even after she told her Supergirl still has an attitude and it's like We've been through this in the comics. Even Superman, like, Batman has kryptonite, and Superman's like, I get it. You know what I mean? And it annoys me because it's like, you guys have evil Kryptonians attack all the time. It makes sense for someone to have some sort of weapon to use against them. How'd Oliver get it? What? How'd Oliver get it? You still haven't answered that question. Yeah, it's like, where did you get that? I have no idea. Yeah, so... That, okay, so that sounds all that sounds all screwy. It's just like, well, it's just like, Lena, I can't trust you if you keep kryptonite. And it's like, Kara, you literally had an evil uncle in season one. And then an evil aunt in season two? And then it was, they were Daxamites. They oh. were weak to lead. So. Wait, is this on season three? Season two was. No, the, no, I'm saying it's. The show's season, on season oh, three. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. In this season, Reigns a Kryptonian. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So I'm like, okay, they've had enough evil Kryptonians where I'm like, it makes sense to have a little stash away. I mean, what happens if they get Supergirl and Superman, what are you going to do? I just don't under, I just don't understand. I'm, I'm really surprised they even make Lena try and throw herself at Supergirl or Kara. I, well, this season they tried to rectify that, I think. Because the LGBT fandom got really annoyed with the queer baiting. So they're like, okay, we'll put Lena with Jimmy Olsen. But, I mean, Jimmy Olsen is boring, and they're boring. They don't... I mean, Jimmy Olsen really should not be on the show. Nope. And it's just like... It just annoys me because it's like, okay, if you have, like, Superman's best friend, like, with the Luther, like, there's some... You could put some drama there if Superman was, like, on the show or something like that, you know? Have you been on the show at all this season? Not this season. Oh, I guess Tyler Hecklin's busy. But it's just like, or they don't want to use them, which is dumb. Speaking of uh, Superman lore, there's another DC Superman show that is already better than Superman. Uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta catch up on Krypton. Krypton has pleasantly surprised me. Yeah, I know they, uh, they changed the future, didn't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. And uh, Zod, Zod's uh, lineage is in charge now. Yeah, Zod is in charge. Okay. So it's interesting. So Colin Salmon from who was from Arrow, who was uh, Walter Steele on Arrow, came up, and then after like an episode of him being there, it was revealed that he is Drew Zod, the Zod that we know from the comics, formerly Michael Shannon, uh, which is really interesting. Interesting with a black Zod. Yeah, well, it was even interesting because you had the black lineage Zod, and then the woman, uh, the one, the main Zod we follow besides him, is his mother, and she is. Like, she's light-skinned, and Colin Salmon is dark. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, who's his father? Well, we don't know who his father is. You know, she, my mom wouldn't tell me who she is. She just said he left, he uh, disappeared in the Brainiac uh, bottling. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to find out, Seg-El, who is Superman's grandfather, is his father. And Seg is white. Okay. And so I was like, I don't think genetics works that way. You darker than both your parents. Yeah. But also that some people got mad. They're just like, he can't just be. He can't be Jor-El's brother. He can't. That's just you. You're just 
you're just, you're just and I, I read meltdowns and it was hilarious really because <laughs> people were just freaking out but they about do, do they have like do they breed on that show or do they do the pod thingies they do the pods as far as we know and we don't know how well at this point we could just say like oh maybe she's just pregnant because they've they've done it a bunch of times on the yeah. show but like they've never said that it wasn't possible to do that they just said Everybody just does it through the codex. Okay. That's still a thing on the show. But they also introduced a new wrinkle into that, which I thought was interesting, where the council basically created a system where there are all the clones of the people that exist, Mm -hmm. and that you can transfer your consciousness from yourself to the clone. It's basically like to keep that immortality thing. Mm -hmm. So one of the characters is that. And they made that reveal in the finale. It was just like, wow. Yeah, I'll I'll binge it. I'll binge it pretty yeah. soon. Also, Doomsday. They have Doomsday on there. Yeah, and like a good looking. A good looking. I mean, granted. Okay, granted. There's like two shots from Batman versus Superman where Doomsday actually looks like cool. Yeah. But this Doomsday looks closer to the Doomsday we know from the comics in the '80s and the '90s. And, like, I'll show you a picture, and then you can throw it up on the, um... Yeah, 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 yeah I know, but yeah. the, uh, the graphics they've done on this, ha- it, it's very impressive. Yeah, yeah, no, I've heard good things about Krypton for the most part. Which has also made Supergirl fans mad, but then you have to understand, two different networks, two, two different, different budgets. Two different budgets, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm done talking about Supergirl, it's dumb. But, no, Krypton, I will definitely check it out, um... Do you watch Gotham at all? Uh, I saw that four-minute clip my brother tagged us all on Twitter. Oh, with, with uh, sure. yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah, Go- Gotham, I, at the end of the day, Gotham was one of those things. I actually, they got renewed for a final season, which I don't know, people are bitter, feeling bittersweet about that. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Gotham is an Elseworld story, and if you accept it as such, you can find enjoyment out of it. You know, it's never it's never going to be a Batman show, but I do think what they have fun they 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 have fun with what they can, and I've enjoyed season four actually for the most part. Sometimes the characters they do sometimes they do characters that are super faithful. Sometimes they won't be, but I did like their recent take on the Joker. Mm. Rachel Gould the disappointment, but they at least did better casting because mm. they actually casted uh. Man of color to pay Rachel Ghoul, play Rachel Ghoul instead of a um, Liam Neeson. Or, uh. Or, um, I, I don't the even The Englishman. The English guy they had on uh, Arrow. Wait, let me see. I'll put a clip of the. Okay, yeah, the Doomsday does look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put the clip on the video, the podcast, that'll go up on YouTube. So. Yeah, I, I think so. I think at, as, as a show that as soon as it got announced, I was like, this sounds stupid. Who cares about Superman's grandfather? Yeah. Or that it's done pretty well for itself. Well, it's almost like if they just let them have the TV rights, I feel like you could take the best of Supergirl and the best of Krypton and just do a Superman show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, clearly they have the money now. You can do a Superman show. You make them fly mm-hmm. and make them look good. Yep. Make it look good. 
use the super use enough of the Superman lore. When you know when Supergirl gets canceled, I say they should just do a Superman show. They're never going to because they want to keep it for the movies. But yeah, they cannot like they they can realistically do a Superman show at this point. If they had the vision, they could have the the coexisting universes of movie and TV show, and then culminate it into a crisis, crisis. on Infinite Earth. Yeah. Yeah, you that's could the technically dream. still do that now, and in five, seven years, do Crisis, and then bring back Team Kane, and bring back well, with us, but Tom Welling, and bring back uh, Diane Lane or Diane Carter. Not um, don't bring back uh, Chloe Sullivan. <laughs> don't, bring, don't bring back Allison Mack. Yeah, Chloe doesn't exist. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I mean. You can do it. Um, honestly, a superhero who I would love to get their own TV show from, like, the main seven would probably be Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Because you could still have that detective-type part, as you know, TV show, but also have him, you know, trying to, like, fit in, and then you have flashbacks to Mars. And, and if like you want to save money, I mean, you he can be in his human form all the time. Right. <laughs> As they do on Supergirl. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot he was on... Oops. I forgot he was on... Nah, they do, uh... Yeah. It's just... We're just... We're, we'll move on. Alright. Um... In- Infinity Fun War? fact... Wait, one more thing. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got renewed. Mm. I'm shocked. Pass. I'm shocked. Pass. And they wrote a series finale... <laughs> Pure making fun of the writers because the writers wrote a season finale because they thought that, a series of finale because they thought they're going to get canceled, and then ABC was like, "Surprise! We'll give you half a season." So I'm just like, if any, if you're ever struggling with any of your dreams, just remember that Agents of Shield can get renewed. Anything can happen. Because hmm. everyone was like, "Dude, this is this the is show it." Is over. Inhumans got canceled. That's yeah, well, they deserved. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't deserve to get that like IMAX two hour. Career. That was yeah, that was embarrassing. Was like, I still I, haven't seen it. I was like, why would you want to put? That? Did you see it? Mm-mm. But I was just like, just looking at it, it was like, why would you want to put like practical effects that were that bad on IMAX for everybody to see how bad it was? Yeah. But moving on to something good in IMAX. Okay. Yeah. So um. Infinity. Yeah, we can do Infinity War. So yeah, Avengers Infinity War. Hey guys, I liked the Marvel movie. I know Chris <laughs> liked it. Woo. And his brother. Yeah. It's... Does it make your top five or no? Yeah. Top, top five, five Marvel movie? I think it's my number three. Really? Um, I think my top five are uh, Winter Soldier, Black Panther, oh, yeah, Infinity I'm... War, Iron Man, first one, and Guardians, the first one. That's pretty. It's a pretty solid list. Yeah, they're pretty much... That's pretty much where mine are, though I probably... I probably have Civil War at a number six, but I know we don't have to. I don't. I, don't, I, I think Civil War is my number seven. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Infinity War. Um, so this movie is almost like I feel like it's almost like the Last Jedi of the Marvel movies because I, the general consensus on the movie is the movie's good, but there is like an undercurrent of people I've noticed on that, Twitter that hate the movie. Yeah. Some of the critiques are valid. Yeah. Some of them, I'm like. Mm. And see, it's funny because my brother and I on Facebook for like the last month 
What we were worried about were all the black people that were going to be like, they destroyed Wakanda. So we tried to prep them for it. Yeah. Wakanda didn't get destroyed. Black Panther disappeared, but and so this one woman yelled out, take me instead. No, <laughs> That's good. You, you do you. That's good. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. You do you. Um, but I think it was interesting how... It, it, I'm starting to see this more with black p- people that only saw Black Panther and haven't seen any of the other Marvel movies or My any mom other didn't like comic it. book movies. But like the people that are just like, why did it do it like that? Why didn't they just end it? And I was yeah. just like, this movie isn't it's really, really <sighs> for you, you in that way where you're just going to see it and you expect everything to just it's not your typical superhero movie. no no well, it's okay. thanos's movie yeah well let's do the good and the bad okay so i will say the good of the movie um josh brolin as thanos did a good job i was afraid he was going to be steppenwolf and he wasn't i i wasn't afraid he was going to be steppenwolf i was afraid that i just wasn't going to be terrified of him and i ri- i wasn't i wasn't terrified of thanos I per se, but I appreciate that at the end of the day, the villain got what he wanted. Right. At the, and, and, and and I appreciated that it was like every plan the good guys had like failed. Right. Every fail safe. Every it all failed. Although one of them would have succeeded, certain people waited fifteen seconds. seconds. Or I know. <laughs> instead of hitting him in the face, hit him in the chest, kicked him in the balls if he has balls, <laughs> something. There was a lot he could do. Yeah. I okay so what what I liked about Thanos was that we got enough time with him cuz one of my fears yeah, was that 29 minutes I think that's Yeah, cool. one of my fears was that okay, we're not going to get enough time with Thanos. We get a decent look at his power set, you know? Mm-hmm. I will say the opening to me was fantastic. He didn't even use the power stone. He, he when cuz we he you first see him, he beats the crap out of the Hulk. He kills Heimdall and Loki, and I'm like, okay, this is this is this is off to a great start. I clapped when Loki died. Yeah, I got. Licked. I was like, okay, they know. I was like, okay, they're they're not pulling their punches because I was I was afraid they were going to throughout most of the film. Um, I know some people are disappointed with the Black Order. They could have been stronger in I some would, cases. Yeah, I so this is sort of the thing that Marvel sort of done as I've looked over the entire cinematic universe. They've powered up some characters or made them more useful while weakened a lot of other characters. Yeah. Like, they've made Black Widow a lot more useful because her killing skills aren't really, like, able to be put on display. Yeah. Or, really, most of her spy skills. Yeah, they make, then, her more, they make her more of a ninja. Right, but then Drax is significantly weaker. Most of the Guardians are significantly really weaker. weaker. Yeah. Groot is sort of the same. He's just not utilized. Rocket's... Probably about the same as his usefulness. The Hulk is weaker. The Hulk, oh yeah, the Hulk is definitely weaker. But even though, hey, Thanos still pimp smacked him. That was. But he got, he beat the Hulk so bad that the Hulk is like, being mad is not the way to go. Yeah. Like, but the Russo brothers tried to come back and say it was just like, no, he just didn't want to be the one that's just used for the most. I was like, nah. He was scared. He got He was shook. He He was shook. Shook. He was and shook. he was done. Yeah, no, I mean, with Infinity, you know, yeah, I, they, they do different stuff. I mean, the thing about the Black Order is that we weren't going to get an order story of the Black Order in this movie. Right. I knew that going in. They were henchmen. 
They serve their purpose because at the end of the day, Thanos can't be everywhere at once. Mm -hmm. The heroes need people to fight. They needed a faceless army until Thanos got... They needed a a faceless army to beat until Thanos got there and beat the crap out of everybody. Right. So I was... I know uh, one of my friends and my brother's friends, we went to go see Infinity War, which wasn't happy with how Corvus Glaive died. Because Glaive, Corvus Glaive can only be killed when his glaive is destroyed. Now I was just like, well, at least he got killed with. Now, after I saw this thing, I was like, at least he got killed with his glaive. So technically, his glaive destroyed himself. So yeah. like, I guess that's sort of a loophole. Vision was kind of a bitch in the movie. Yeah, yes, he was. Vision was very, Vision was very underpowered. Yeah, he was, was like, oh, I can't phase, and I was just like. Aren't you still made out of vibranium? Right. And he shoots a laser from his uh, Infinity Stone, and uh, Corvus Glaive is blocking it with a staff, and I'm just like, well. You, you're just, just downright useless in this movie, aren't you, buddy? Yeah. I mean, I, I get for plot purposes, because one of the plot points is like, okay, we're going to try to save Vision. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I like Thanos. You know, they, they cut his origin story. They cut out Mistress Death. and They, they, they changed Gamora's backstory, too. Because in the first Guardians, she was introduced as being the only one of her race, and Thanos got her. Yeah. And at this point, half her race is still left. So I think that sort of, like, changes. Like, I think it would have been more compelling emotionally if Thanos came to her planet, saw she was, like, to do what he was going to do, but saw she was the only one left, rescued her, and then because of what happened to her... She had that same will, but then realized, like, after, you know, doing it for a while, just like, there's got to be a better way. Mm-hmm. Or, this is unconscionable, I'm a monster, you're a monster, left. Yeah. I think that would have been more um, compelling than that. Um, how did you feel about Gamora being the Soul Stone? Or Gamora being sacrificed to be... Become so this is this is a controversial part of the movie. So my brother, this is the part my brother spoiled for me before we saw the movie because uh, he was just like, I didn't want to deal with you raging during the film. I was just like, I don't know if I would have raged because Adam Warlock's not even in the movie in the first place. So that was already so so so. Here's the thing: um, I was on a podcast um, called Speak on it a couple uh, weeks ago, and I talked about it with uh, this woman named Lanisha and. A lot of people were upset by this for for some reason. So there's this trope in I, I, you've heard of um women in refrigerators. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this trope called women in refrigerators where it came from old Green Lantern comics where Green Lantern's girlfriend gets murdered and stuffed in the refrigerator. Yeah. And he comes home and he's like, oh my god! And it's essentially the idea where you you go beyond the damsel in distress where you like victimize or brutalize a female character. To further, like, a male's, like, story. So a lot of people, you know, who I'll say, maybe they're, like, more liberal, or some use the phrase, like, SJW, that kind of stuff. They didn't like that Gamora had to die to further Thanos' story. They think it's, like, a tire trope in movies. And it legitimately, like, upset people that this happened. And my kind of verdict is that was kind of bad for Gamora's character, I don't know if she'll come back in four. Who knows? I think she will. I have. A, I think she will too, because they already talked about her being Guardians three. Well, I also think she'll come back as, um, she'll be the uh, in Infinity Gauntlet. Adam Warlock has such a bond to the Soul Stone 
that he eventually goes back in the soul stone into soul world which lives in the stone Mm -hmm. and he reaches from that one to the other five stones and then he comes up on top with the gauntlet so i think gamora could do that and then you could have like a sort of pseudo infinity watch in um guardians three and then you have that against adam warlock and not yeah, yeah, but I do think... But I, I mean, like, he sacrificed pretty much everyone to get to his goal. Yeah, well, yeah, but I I, I think the movie, as far as, like, thematically, because I've seen the movie three times now, the movie does need that moment for Thanos, I think, because when you cut out Mistress Death, you're like, okay, what are this guy's motivations? Right. And at the end of the day, him killing Gamora, even though on some level he didn't care about her, and some people say, like, oh, well, abuse is love and all that stuff, but you, you at least, you, you get the idea from Thanos that this isn't something that he necessarily wants to do, but he feels like he has to do it. Right. Like that, and I think Gamora, him killing Gamora is, like, the central part of the movie that, like, it, his, his character is, like, decimated if you did not have that scene. Right. You know, the way they made it. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, if they did the whole Mistress, Mistress death, th- death thing, then maybe it could have been different. But I do think the movie needed needed that in the state that they made it. In the, in the, in the way that they decided to adapt Infinity War. Yeah, I thought that the, his plan, like, you know, because of the finite resources of everything, like, okay, yes, yeah, snapping your fingers, wiping out half the universe, you got that, but then you could have, there are other routes you could have gone to done the whole thing. You yeah. could have made all resources You infinite. could have expanded the universe, could have made, made resources, resources infinite. infinite. And people were like, why didn't he do that? You could have snapped your fingers and wiped out greed. You know, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, Thanos is a little crazy, you know? Yeah. But I... But he, but he wasn't a nihilist. Yeah, it's, well, it's hard, right? Because there's always this debate where, you know, people in TVs, TV shows and movies do dumb things, you know? Right. I watch The Flash. Barry Allen makes terrible decisions all the time. And there's the debate of, okay, do you have characters do a smart thing or do they have, or can they do dumb things as long as they're in character? Mm-hmm. You know? And and I and there are some people who straight up just did not vibe with Thanos' plan. Mm-hmm. You know? And I do wish, I, I do think that maybe if we had a flashback of his life on Titan or something like that, that we could have at least seen why he thinks that way a little bit more. Because I understand why his plan for certain people, it didn't grab them right. the way he should. Because the issue you have with a lot of these villains in, in comics is that someone like Thanos is like basically Hitler. You right. know what I mean? And the issue is, well, if you don't want them to be mustache-twirling and evil for the sake of evil... You have to give him some sort of backstory. Right. And some people are like, well, Thanos shouldn't have been sympathetic at all. But I'm like, well, then you get Steppenwolf. And people complain about that. Right. So at some point, you you had to you had to give him something. Right. Now, but as far as, like, the presentation of Thanos, he beat everybody up. He used, he, except for, he didn't really use a soul stone in battle. Right. But he used, That's sort of hard to use. But he did, you, I did, like, he did utilize all the other stones in battle. So it was a nice display of, like, the range of the stone's power, I thought. Right, and then it was interesting that when he used the time stone, it was still the same as when Doctor Strange used it. And I was just like, oh, so that's not the mystical part of it, even though those are the same mystical effects. It was literally, he was just like, turn in back time, literally. And I'm trying like, to think of my favorite action things. Um, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker, oh. probably my favorite scene in the movie was Thor coming back with Stormbreaker. 
Bring uh, me Thanos. Yeah, when he uh, went up in the air and you saw all the lightning going up on the different I was, I was like, like, I've seen that in the comic. Where uh, is, I'm like, why haven't we had that Thor right. this whole time? Because like, Thor is supposed to be the god of thunder, but like in movies, he's like a god. In this one, I was like, okay. He's, he's the god of thunder. He's the god of thunder. So I did like Thor Stormbreaker. Um, I am Steve Rogers. I like that. Doctor Strange is really cool in this movie. Mm-hmm. I felt like, because I felt like in his movie, he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't the Sorcerer Supreme yet. Right. In this movie, I bought him as a Sorcerer Supreme. I still don't even think he's a Sorcerer Supreme, because it's only been three years. I know, but at least, like, his power set of, like, I like the, we needed the clones and mm-hmm. the whole, like, Azura thing. I'm like, yeah. all right, that's cool. He's him seeing all the futures and timelines. I'm like, okay, he's Doctor Strange. Okay, I believe you. Um... Did you, did you, okay, when Thanos had the one-on-one fight with Iron Man and Iron Man was stabbed, did you think Iron Man was dead? Nope. Because they really tried to play it like he was going to die. I was just like, and then Doctor Strange is like, wait, I'll give you the stone. And you're like, okay. I was just like, Spider-Man's not dead yet, so nope, he's not dead. Because I knew in that scene where, or in like in the trailer where you saw Iron Man was holding his hand like this. At first, I didn't think he was holding his hand. I thought he was holding Spider-Man's hand, and mm-hmm. like Spider-Man's hand was like lifeless, so he was holding it up. I didn't know it was like that, but you know, so I was like, that scene hasn't happened yet, so he's still alive. Yeah. Um, and so there was that. Um, Doctor Doctor Strange was really well done. I people were just like, he could have done more. He shouldn't have given him a stone. I was just like. He saw over 14 million possibilities. He had and to. This is the one where they won. Yeah. Calm down. He knew he had to. This is all according to Strange's plan. Right. But, you know, and some of this movie is predicated on, okay, what's Avengers 4 going to be like? You know, it's a, at the end of the day, it's a part one. And some people are like, oh, well, I hate part one movies. And I'm sitting here like, well, the thing about Infinity War is that either you're going to make it two movies or you shouldn't do it at all. Right. Because if you had done the, if you had ended this movie with, I don't know, Thor cutting off Thanos' hand and Captain America getting the gauntlet, it would have been like, you know. Honestly. Come on. I still wish, though, that he had only come to Earth or this movie was only him getting, like, the Soul Stone. Mm -hmm. Or he already had them all. Because I think even with the stone, the only thing we saw him do with the gauntlet was just like with all the stones and snap his fingers and we just saw everybody fade away mm-hmm. there's so much more power to the gauntlet than that that we just don't get to see granted we were never going to see him fight eternity or galactus or love and hate and uh, that's fine but there was still like portions of it where he is light years and light years away and he throws a tantrum and it throws the earth off its orbit yeah. and it's just like well yeah yeah, I mean, I mean, Thanos, I mean, I feel like almost everyone's nerfed from the comics, though, in some ways. Except, and with the exception of some people like Widow, who are stronger, you know right. what I mean? Because I, I, I would be interesting to see, well, how strong was Thanos before he got any of the stones? Well, I think we saw that with uh, the Hulk, because he wasn't channeling the Power Stone. Yeah. Because he, he, he just bodied the Hulk. Oh, good God. Yeah. That's, oh. Um, so, other things that I like. Um, uh, I thought it was really cool seeing Cap and Black Panther fighting together. It was like, I need that Cap. Uh, World War Two Black Panther movie. 
I said, that'd be really cool, but we're not going to get that. Yeah, yeah, and some people were, some people were disappointed with Wakanda, because I felt, because they felt like Wakanda didn't get to use as much of its stuff, but I think the movie had so much going on, that they were like, okay, well, every superhero's got to do something. People were like, they didn't use the planes, I was like, yeah, they did, they're just in the background. Yeah. They were fighting the ships up above, and also he said, evacuate the city and engage all defenses. And evacuating the city, you got to use some of your defenses get the people out, and then also defend the people while they're getting That's out. That's true. Yeah, you could have seen, the, you could have seen some of the Wakandan ships blowing stuff up. But, you know, at, at, at the end of the day, I mean, they weren't anticipating how big Black Panther was going to be. Mm-hmm. I think if they hadn't made the movies farther apart, there probably would have been more Black Panther in there. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, at the end of the day, Wakanda, to me, it felt like it was just a place. Because it's like, well, we don't want to have another battle in a city again. Right. I guarantee you they were looking at, um... The Black Panther totals rising up after they finished post-production. The Russo was just like, we know how this movie's going to end. They were seeing how much people black, love Black Panther, and they're just like, disappear. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and it was just like, he doesn't even, he doesn't even show up still, in the Infinity Gauntlet comic. Hey, you still got a Koye and Baku and Shuri, though. Yeah, and apparently this... Avengers 4 takes place like 10 years in the future. So, so we like, might get Shuri as Black Panther for like a minute. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we can talk about Avengers 4 theories in a minute. Um, the bad. I thought uh, I thought the Guardians were funny in this. I thought Drax was really good. Uh, I would would have wished to see more of Warrior Drax. We haven't really seen Warrior Drax. I, I mean, they before. use him as comic relief for the most part. Which is kind of disappointing. But Dave Bautista does it well. Yeah. Um. Mantis uh, was properly used. Yeah, Mantis. She there for about like a minute. She did her, Mantis, Mantis did her thing. Um, uh, Rocket hanging out with Thor I thought was decent in this too. Mm-hmm. I like the gag with uh, him wanting to steal Bucky's arm. Yep. I'm like, all right, it's I good. Get that there, and there were some decent like Guardians continuity things there mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, the Avengers, Mer- Thor's like, oh, the Earth Mightiest Heroes. And then Mantis is like, oh, like Kevin Bacon? Like, and Thor's yeah, like, I don't know, he, he might, might be, be on the, the team. team. I was like, that was a good joke. Yeah. That was a good Guardians callback. There were a few. And even, like, when Peter's intimidated by Thor was funny. And he's like, oh, well, my father died. And Peter's like, well, I have to kill my father after you kill my mother. And so that scene was funny for me for, like, an outside reason. I think I might have sent this to you. This was maybe back in, like, February. There was a Facebook post where someone was just, like, details, like, this movie is going to be everybody coming back together and talking about how all their parents were dicks. Yeah. And what happened to them. And it was just like Thor and Peter and Gamora. And, and it was just like this whole list. And I was just like, huh, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad they draw certain comparisons and certain things together. You know, I, I, I again... Like, uh, Mark Bernardin, who's, like, the co-host of Fat Man on Batman and Kevin Smith, he, he pretty much said, this is a movie that probably shouldn't have been made. And at the end of the day, it's a miracle that it's as good as it was. If this is a movie, I mean, you can nitpick the crap out of it, mm-hmm. but as far as, like, what I got, I, for me, I was satisfied. I know that certain people, especially people, I think, who are fans of some of the newer characters were disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was like, they took away all my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Cause she likes, she likes Spider Man and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Some people are disappointed. Like, okay, where was Valkyrie? You know what I mean. So like, I get 
where the disappointment comes in because at the end of the day we're pretty much left with the original Avengers and the next movie is going to be like their final swan song mm-hmm. before everybody else gets a sequel right so I will say to you know to the people that were disappointed because some of their newer characters didn't do what they wanted you're going to get more time with them there's going to be sequels right. you know they're doing Black Panther 2 Spider-Man it, it 2 it blew my mind that people Guardians 3 Disney was lying after they saw Infinity War they're just like they seek this they psyched this out with the sequels they're not coming back and I was just like What? Dude, they're coming back. Yeah, so so that's sort of... Uh, it's interesting seeing, you know, non-comic book fans react to... This movie, pinnacle, yeah, it is. The pinnacle of comic book Because movies. it's like, we know... Like, us as comic book readers, like, we know... We know they're gonna come back. Plus, no one in comics stays dead. I hope Unless so. you're Uncle Ben or Batman's parents. Right. And then you come back only to die. Um, I think it was... I think... Um, crap, what was it? Um, I think having seen how Infinity War played out, I would have ha- rather had the Marvel Cinematic Universe lead up to Civil War. What do you mean? I think that would have been a much better pinnacle of the MCU than Infinity War just because of how hard it is it is to do. Like, the miracle that it is this good. So you're saying if they did a version of Civil War, but with more characters? It would have been a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Because then, at that point, like, granted, they st- I think they still would have ran into the issue of um, who's right here. Because in reality, even though you could make an argument in the first Civil War comic book that Iron Man was right with siding with the government or Cap was right that the government and S.H.I.E.L.D. and Iron Man did some really shady things that sort of makes them villainous, sort of defined their characters for the better part of a five years or so in the comics, mm-hmm. if not longer. And um, I think that they would have been able, they would have struggled with that as well. But then there, I think that would have been a better use of everything because then you could have still, you could have brought in the TV show heroes. Granted, I don't to be completely honest, I only want Luke Cage and Daredevil. Daredevil for one line that he would said to Iron Man and Luke Cage because Luke Cage and Black Panther would have fought together and that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's never going to happen. I can hope. Though Mike Coulter, he said that uh, Luke Cage survived the snap in yeah. his own canon. They're never, I mean, they're never going to reference that ever. But they, they, can, they have to if it happens after Infinity War. Because they're not even, like, the Netflix shows aren't even on, like, the movie timeline anymore. Right. All they reference is the incident, and that's it. Right. There's nothing with Sokovia. There's nothing. And Danny Rand is still bad. Yeah. Though, in Jessica Jones Season 2, which is weird, they do reference the raft. I don't know how that's public knowledge. Yeah. The raft prison. Yeah. Because they keep, they reference that, and then they finally used it, and then. They never really explain how Cap got in there. Oh, did he swim? No, it was a, he took a uh, Wakanda ship. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. That happened in the comic. I bought the two Avengers Infinity War prelude comics. That and was it was a waste, of, waste of money. Yeah. Because the first comic, besides like maybe like four or five panels, was literally the last few minutes of Civil War. They just recapped it. They, they didn't recap it. They put it on panels. Yeah. And I was just like, 
I just spent three dollars on this. Yeah. I see you, Marvel. Why don't buy accounts? It's trying to make money. Yeah, Mar Marvel's really trying. They, yeah, Marvel's really trying to rip off DC Rebirth, and it's not. It's not. It's not working the same. I mean, they have the core Avengers back pretty much. Mm -hmm. This is off topic. Uh, yeah, because Thor, Thor is back. Mm -hmm. Odinson's back. Non Nazi Cap is back. Iron yep. Man's back. Yep. And there's no so longer a program. <laughs> He's actually out of his coma. They've got this ongoing thing with the hunt for the real, the you know, regular Wolverine supposed to be coming back. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, you got any other thoughts on Infinity War, really? I have lots of thoughts on Infinity War, but we should talk about Deadpool, too. Yeah, I mean, so, Infinity War was, I, in my opinion, I think just to see this movie being made is worth seeing at least once. Yeah. I think your mileage may vary just depending on what you normally get out of the MCU. I liked it. My dad was confused. My mom didn't like it. My sister liked it. If you didn't at least geek out once and you call yourself a comic book fan, yeah, you're dead inside. Most comic people, I feel like, liked it. I you think have to have at least like one moment in the film. I think some of the people who jumped in to Marvel, maybe... I think some people who aren't as familiar with the, with the, with the source material and maybe have kind of jumped into the MCU in recent years... Especially, like, with Black Panther and Ragnarok and stuff like that, which we won't get into. May not like it as much. But, yeah, so Deadpool 2. <laughs> Bless you. I'm going to cut that out. Okay. All right. Uh, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 was funny. It's a funny movie. It was different from the first one. I haven't really tried comparing them, and I don't think I can really do that well. Because um, the first one was really a solo one. And the second one, as he tells you in, like, the first two minutes... It's family film. <laughs> Jesus. Bless you. Let me take my allergy meds. Sorry, uh, continue. Yeah, get that. Uh, so, I think it was, uh, they both played off their own tropes well. Um, I think it was funny, the gag with the X-Force. Um, yeah. Josh Brolin's having a good month. <laughs> Jesus. Bless okay, you. sorry. Yeah, Josh Brolin, this is, they, they're calling the summer of Brolin. <laughs> Yeah, he, he had a good month. He did a good job as Cable. Um, I like that there was a Juggernaut in there. Oh, spoiler, uh, yeah, that was that was probably the best surprise because I didn't know he was going to be in the movie. So I remember when they showed that Colossus punch in the trailer and people freeze, uh, froze it. They're just like, "Is this the Juggernaut's armor?" And I'm just like, "No, no." And then as I got closer, I'm just like, "Maybe nothing. No, no other, no other shot came." And I'm just like, "Maybe." And my hopes built up, and then it, there he was. And I was just like, yes. Yeah, I, yeah. Even though I'm just like, why wouldn't he take off his helmet if he was in the prison? Oh, because it was but, all CG. Yeah, but yeah. I was just like. You know it's Ryan Reynolds? He was Juggernaut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, so the big, yeah, well, so spoilers, I guess. The big, the two big twists in this movie that you don't know from the trailers is that X-Force is like a joke. Yeah. They shot fake scenes just to kill off all of X-Force except for Domino, mm -hmm. which makes sense only because... They brought back pretty much all supporting cast in the first movie. Mm -hmm. The movie had enough characters already. Right. You know? And it added Yukio. And they added, yeah, they brought back Negasonic and Colossus. And they had Domino, they added Yukio. And, you know, you had the the Fire Kid. I forget, I forget what his name was. Uh, Fire Fist is what he called Fire it. Fire Fist, yeah. You had Fire Fist. So, I understood why they did that. And apparently they're going to do an actual X-Force movie. Right. And with the ending of this movie... 
they could, I guess they could bring anyone back that they wanted to. Right. Louis, Louis Tan is, you know, having a rough time. Right. God bless Zazzy Beats, though. Yeah. No, Domino was great. Mm-hmm. Luck is not a power. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's not very cinematic, though. Well, I the only thing that annoys me is that Flash had someone with similar powers to her this season, and <laughs> seeing it in movie form, I'm like, the movies did it a lot better. Yeah. Well, because I guess in that one, it was only good luck for her and bad luck for everybody else, as opposed to Domino is just good luck for her and bad luck for everybody else. Yeah, and I think, don't they explain in the comics that somehow, like, she subconsciously, like, manipulates, like, like, there's, like, a field around her Mm -hmm. that protects her pretty much from everything. Yeah. And so everything, but it appears as luck. Right. But no, Domino was awesome. Um, they killed Vanessa and brought her back to the end, which I thought was funny. Yeah, they cut out uh extra credit a post credit scene. Yeah, so the post credit scene, there's a bunch. Um, pretty much Deadpool, they rework C- Cable's time travel device. Um, he brings Vanessa back at the end. They do a great X Men Origins Wolverine. He kills that the... almost didn't happen. Why? Um, because that was on film actual film, film yeah. it wasn't digital so they weren't sure if they could get it in time and so they find like cause his part was filmed him shooting it was filmed but getting the uh, Wolverine in that part wasn't they weren't sure about getting that and then they are just like oh god I don't want to have to call Hugh and ask him to relive this part of his life <laughs> but luckily they were able to get it yeah and they killed uh, the X-Men Origins Wolverine so I guess or, that movie no Barakapool yeah, Parakapool. So I guess that movie is officially retcon. And then at the end, he uh, murders Ryan Reynolds with the Green Lantern script. Yeah, which was uh, that that was a good, yeah, that that was a good, that was a good rifted rifted DC it was mm-hmm. funny. And then the last credit scene was supposed to be him killing Baby Hitler. Yeah, he was supposed to be choking out Baby Hitler. But they did it, but they cut it out because they didn't want that to be the last scene of the movie. Hopefully, it ends up on the DVD. Yeah. I wonder how it was like they'll distinguish him being baby Hitler. Will they put the little Hitler mustache on the baby? Probably. Probably. But I mean, all in all, Deadpool two after Infinity War, Deadpool two was a nice, nice mm-hmm. comedy. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, if you like the first one, you should like the second one, in my yeah. opinion. If you didn't see the first one in theaters, but you loved it once you got it, uh, when you rented it or Redbox it or Netflix or whatever, then go see the second one. Yeah. No, I mean it. I had fun. It was yeah. it was a fun it was a fun movie. I'm trying to think of any other like big things or like really good jokes they used. Um, I thought in the in the cab scene where they're just like, oh, who would have thought that my name would be mentioned in the same sentence as Jesus? Yeah, yeah, that was a good joke. And I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to think of the jokes. Uh... Oh, the um the cameo with some of the uh, cast from the X Men movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that great. Was, apparently they were shooting Dark Phoenix the mm-hmm. same time they were filming this or whatever. So they so they make the joke the same one they made, similar to the one they made in the first movie. It was like, how come I don't see any other X Men here? And then this door opens up where you see like the it, it's, it's not canon. But like yeah. you see the Dark Phoenix cast. You see, like, Xavier and Beast and Cyclops and Storm in a room, and they just close the door right. on Deadpool. And it's a clear, like, green screen. Mm-hmm. But that, that was funny. That was... If you blink, you missed that. 
And um, when all the X Force dies, there was one that was invisible. It was uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, that was good. Cause they, my brother, oh, he was, was, yeah, my brother was just like, or no, my brother's friend was just like, is that Brad Pitt? I was like, yep. Nope. So Brad Pitt is in this movie, and uh, Matt Matt Damon was one of the uh, truckers mm-hmm. that uh, Cable kills when he first comes back, yep. which I did not notice. Yeah, Matt Damon's just getting cameos and cameos. Yeah, because like, pissing off Jimmy Kimmel, I bet. Probably. But yeah, no, I mean, Deadpool 2 was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. You know, if you're upset about X-Force, they're doing an X-Force movie with Deadpool in it next. Right. They don't even know if they want to do Deadpool 3. Yeah. Because they said that the problem is that now that they introduce time travel, there's no way to threaten them. Right. Really. So we got that. Um, so if we want to transition to a less fun movie that I'll talk about. So yeah, you saw minutes. Solo, I didn't, so you go for it. Yeah, so Solo was about as fun as a uh, colonoscopy. No, that, it wasn't that bad. Um, it was just unnecessary, and unlike Rogue One, which was a fun and good unnecessary movie, this one just felt, felt kind of like soulless and a cash grab. That's probably Do they tease any future Star Wars stuff or like? I mean, they could, but here's the thing. So there's this criminal organization that they, you know, he's he's ends up working for, um, called Crimson Dawn. Not even you know Black Sun, which is the established one in the comic lore and in the TV shows. Um, and it turns out through not so subtle hinting that, and then eventual cameo by. Sam Whitworth voicing and Ray Park acting that Maul is the head of this organization. Which would have been all fine and cool if last year they didn't kill Maul on Tatooine like a year or a few months before A New Hope starts. So you know it's like, oh yeah, it's cool to see Maul back on the big screen, but he's dead. So what does that matter? But then there are all these bunch of people that didn't watch Rebels or Clone Wars, so they're like, Maul's alive? And I'm just like, Oh, you poor naive people. But, uh, yeah, so, okay. Kid that played Han Solo can't act. Amelia Clark, I love you in Game of Thrones, but that's where you should stay. Um, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, he did a good job, but he kept on switching between the Billy D. Williams accent to just being normal Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. And yeah. sometimes it would mix, like, when, the, when he's first on screen, he's doing the Billy D. Williams, and I'm just like, okay. And then next time we hear speak, it's Donald Glover, and then there's this weird mixing of it. Um, so there's that. Uh, so other than that, he did a good job. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Haymitch from Hunger Games. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson's character, Beckett, largely forgettable. Um, n- the Han Solo arc just didn't feel earned. There was no character growth. Okay. He was just always who he was in... Um, episode four where we meet him instead of just being like you could have had him be like this bleeding heart character mm-hmm. and then just have that whole world shattered for him and that's why he's reluctant to join the rebellion but no he's only reluctant to join the rebellion because now he just like he always wants to help people secretly uh-huh. but he just didn't want to join like no I didn't feel like that was earned the first time they did the Kessel run in this movie did not feel epic at all Mm-hmm. Uh, Han and Chewie flying off in the Falcon for the first time or co-piloting in the Falcon together didn't feel earned. Really? Han and Lando's relationship didn't feel... It, there was a lot of issues. And then surrounding this movie beforehand, there was a 
problem within the LGBT community and outside of it uh, with Lando's sexuality. So the director came out and said that Lando was pansexual. Mm-hmm. So then you had the people that came out and said, why are you ruining my childhood? And then you had the other people that would be like, you're queer baiting. And no one was happy. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, I don't see how... They're saying he's pansexual because he loved his robot, which was just like, okay, the robot said he loved him. Mm-hmm. But that was never confirmed. And then the robot died, and so he was sad. But that was his co-pilot, so presumably, you know, you would have some feeling towards your co-pilot dying. That makes sense. Um, and then there are people saying that, oh, Han and Lando were flirting, and I... the the uh, closest of that was just some like dialogue talking about flying mm-hmm. which didn't feel earned and then you know Lando called I think the robot not that robot but a robot love mm-hmm. like you know British people do and then uh, referred to Han as baby like black people do huh so yeah. I was just like y'all just don't smooth talking is yeah i just well it's just like if you're gonna make someone pansexual or something like that in a movie just like do it like you can't like sometimes i feel like movie studios they want to pay they want to play both sides where it's like oh yeah we like gay people and then they're but then they'll be like oh don't don't worry we're not we're not gonna do too much we don't want to make anyone we don't want to make anyone who maybe is a little homophobic uncomfortable we don't want to do anything that can hurt international you know profits but lgbt community we love you so it's like dude sometimes you got to make a choice and so yeah so that was just one of their many problems and then it was just like it was a lot of action but didn't lead anywhere and it's just like this was just an unnecessary movie that didn't need to be made yeah and this is also i was telling chris this before the podcast this is also the first Star Wars movie that I have seen in theaters um, that was not full or close to full on opening weekend. Yeah, I heard it's not doing so well in the box office. Yeah, it was about the theater. I was in the IMAX theater, so you know it's bigger, but it was only about maybe like a half half full, mm-hmm. and there wasn't. No, I don't. I think maybe like three or four people clapped at the end. Uh huh. Yeah, so I I think it just fell flat. Oh, that sucks. I mean, Donald Glover will be all right. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's having a year. This is America. Don't catch him slipping up. So, yeah. I mean, I I mean, for me, it sounds like I shouldn't go see Solo in theaters, and oh. I should rent it. Yep. 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 That sounds about right. Um, Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. Uh, we can always talk about Comic-Con another time. Yeah, we met the Black Lightning. Cat. Yeah, we met Black that was Lightning. The highlight of the day. That was that was the highlight of my month. So I I got to ask a question. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, we met uh, Cress Williams and Nefessa Williams and China Ann McLean. Yes. Uh, the, oh, oh, Nefessa Williams. Um, she I tagged her in the photo on Instagram, and she um, she uh, commented with a kiss emoji and an XO. So it's all I need. <laughs> And then I replied with a lightning bolt and a black power fist and a heart. So that, that made my uh, that made my weekend. Um, as far as uh, what we're gonna do during the summer, it's weird. Marvel Marvel's pretty much front loaded the year with movies. Yeah. There's Ant Man's next month, and then there's like nothing. 
for the rest of the year. Right. But there is some cool animated stuff. Uh, Incredibles 2 is coming out. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Wreck-It Ralph 2 in the fall. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, we can always do a podcast dedicated to My Hero Academia. I won't say Yeah, yeah I was thinking of doing an anime theme one during the summer because most seasonal TV is off. And yeah. um, the woman whose podcast I was on, Lanisha, is a big anime person. So I was thinking of doing, and, and this is that idea, you can let us know in the comments. I was thinking of doing a podcast based around, like, anime, like, superlatives, like, favorite anime of all time, yeah, uh, best, best opening, your favorite opening, My Hero Academia, uh, Waifu or, uh, Husbando, no, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, no. but we might, but I, I will say, but I, I, I'll think of categories, most, um, anime characters that can't catch a break, Brock, <laughs> Yeah, so there we may, if I can get a guest on, I may, we may do an anime-themed podcast, because we haven't talked about anime a ton, and I like to, and you know, the summer, there's more downtime, obviously, Comic-Con's gonna be a little, Marvel's not doing anything for Comic-Con. Yeah, San Diego Comic-Con, yeah, so they won't be doing anything on Last I think Grace Fox is, though, or we're gonna get some Dark Phoenix stuff, maybe. Who cares? And Aquaman. Shazam. I'm actually looking forward to Aquaman and Shazam. Yeah, we might get some Aquaman and Shazam stuff. Um, hopefully they surprise me. And E3 yeah. as well. Hey, Halo 6. Show me some Halo 6. Um, trying to think of anything. Anything else that will be coming out in the summer in the future. That and then besides Michigan Comic Con. But that's on my birthday, so I'd probably not be going. Wait, where is Mission Comic Con? Kobo. Oh, they're doing... So they have another con during the summertime? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, no no one big is really coming so far. Yeah, I know there's one in Toledo. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, you, we, we all good? I think we're all good. All right, so yeah, I'm Chris. I'm Chris. This has been the 13th edition of the Two Black Two Nerdy podcast. Um, if you like this, well, if it's on YouTube, you can like the video and hit the subscribe button. And um, yeah, until next time, we'll catch you all later. Yeah. Peace.